0: ball. he goes up. The basket counts. He gets it over to the doctor. Time ball game. Here's a shot, Julius. He, he scores. scores! He starts Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down and the game is tied.
1: Here is ramp moving on Tucker. He turns, he shoots. Yes! With one second one! Talking Knicks, Nets, and all things across the association, this is is Pick and Pod on WFUV Sports.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome in everybody to another edition of Pick and Pod. I'm Chris Percy Percianen. I'm here with my friend Thomas Aiello and we've got a whole lot of playoff basketball to talk about. We're going to get right into things. I'll Let you tell me how you're doing first, because I am curious. It's final season. I'm sure you're stressed.
1: I Look, the finals part has been bad, given the fact I haven't slept well in a couple Mm, days. Last night, I actually slept pretty decently. There you go. I had my coffee this morning for the first time in a couple days. I'm I'm sort of out of it, not really-ish right now, but once I go home, I'll be back in my routine. But NBA playoffs... Oh. is like the one thing keeping me oh. going're we're, we we're right it's mindset. it's like it's holding it by holding me by
0: a thread it
1: I mean, really is
0: I don't want to get too punny to start the episode but we're right in the heat of the playoffs. I mean of course you're gonna you, of course, you, you just, we're right there you know oh, uh for me you know six seven eight. Have been the three times most commonly that I'm falling asleep at. Um, oh in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nasty. Yeah, yeah. It's finals week. And the naps nasty. too.
1: Yeah, forget it. You're we're just But
0: dead. the NBA playoffs are getting watched. And the the reason for that and is they're because so fun. I'm a sicko. And no matter how much work I have, I'm gonna find a way to watch my NBA playoffs. My roommates <laughs> are asking me to play basketball yesterday. I was like, dude, I'm gonna watch basketball. Playoffs, they're like, You'd yeah. rather watch it then play it I was like well if it's Nuggets Knicks regular season maybe not but it's the playoffs <laughs> I mean what are we gonna do here so to get back to my pun we're right in the heat of the NBA playoffs we had a game last night we had a big game, <laughs> we had last, a game night. last night a season was ended a season was ended here in the second round of the Miami Heat victorious over the Philadelphia 76ers Danny Green out early in that one Joel Embiid falling all over the place really just not a hundred percent and ostensibly so here in the playoffs uh but the Sixers you know they had their struggles regardless it kind of seemed by the end of the game that there was one guy wearing blue that wanted to win and it was Tyrese Maxey when a 22 year old 21 year old kid is the only kid on a supposedly contending playoff team that wants to win the game you are in deep, deep trouble, oh, yeah. and that's where the Sixers found themselves last night, um, and they're officially eliminated from the NBA playoffs. Now, Thomas, I'm going to throw this right to you because um, I'm answerless for this. Matt. What does Philadelphia do this offseason in your mind to get themselves in a position going into next season where they can say, all right, we're ready to try this again?
1: Do you want the Stephen A. Smith answer?
0: I want the Thomas Iello. You have been well, hired to run the 76ers. I've been hired, okay. And you have to do something that you think will genuinely help that team. What What is their plan? What's their game plan going into the summer? What is their summer?
1: game plan? I mean, honestly, blow it up. You got to. I you, you'd have to start over. I just this roster has become very stale for the most part. There's pieces you can keep. Like Tyrese Maxey. He shot 43% this year from three. Fantastic. Shake, game, Shake Milton. I mean, you can keep him. He's a good little sixth man. Theibel's good. But everyone else, Embiid, Harden, Harris. Uh, you would trade Embiid I not sh- Theibel? I think, well, because this is the thing, though, because you have to. Theibel stinks. I mean, defensively, I think, though. I think he stinks. Defensively, you, you got to keep him because if you're building up these young teams, the best formula to do it is build it on defense I think he would be very good for that. But I if I'm Elton Brand, by the way, horrible hire for GM. I, I think it's time to blow it up. I mean, it's just, it's not working. This is this is what, the third or fourth year? Fourth year in the last five where Phillies out in the second round. If I'm if I'm correct in that. I mean, we look at 2018, they get outed by Boston. 2019, and that was in the second round. 2019, they get uh, they get trolled by Kawhi Leonard in Game 7. 2020, they get swept in the first round in the bubble, but, I mean, the bubbles, you know, take that with a grain of
0: salt. Last year... Yeah, the, the bubble, I don't, yeah. you know... La- the last bubble year. is like a single game plus minus. If, yeah. something that, if something happened that helps your argument, talk about it. Right. But if it hurts your argument, you just pretend yeah. it didn't happen.
1: But so. just like, you know, <laughs> the bubble was skewed. I wrote a whole article about it on the Fordham Rams, so I'm not going to get into it. And then last year, the Ben Simmons just mental meltdown in Game 7 against the Hawks in the second round, and now here they are in this year's conference semifinals, and they get stomped out on their home floor by Jimmy Butler, of all people, who, after the game, Joel Embiid... Said that he he really wished to paraphrase. He really wished he was still on his team, and that that says Whoa, a lot. do you me. see Jimmy talking? Into Jimmy said it too. Going,
0: oh, Tobias Harris over me. Can yeah. I say that is the most fraudulent, most manufactured motivation? That is the fakest whiteboard material <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, Philadelphia it Philadelphia offered Jimmy a five one eighty. He turned it down and went to Miami. Miami. But see, and now like, okay. he's acting like they chose Tobias Harris over him. But
1: see here's and the here's the thing happen. though. This is the thing though. If you're Jimmy Butler, look at it from this perspective. Remember when Thanos went to uh oh, no. Vormir was yeah, Vormir and <laughs> Where Infinity is War this one going? and he said I ignored my destiny once, I will not do it again. That's mm-hmm. what Jimmy Butler did with mm-hmm. going to Miami. That was the perfect uh fit for him. That was the perfect culture for him. That's the perfect team. And Philadelphia, we can all we can go all day long about how if he was still there, things would probably be different. I'm sure they would be, because Joel Embiid, they wouldn't have these all-time just debacles and deplorable performances in these close games. Jimmy Butler, I'm sure, could change a lot of that. But to say that you know james harden's the answer to your problems the historically known playoff choker i'm not even going to get started with him either i mean my two shot attempts
0: zero points in no points, no half points of the no points no points in the second basketball.
1: half with what was it four nine four turnovers and so only nice nine assists thing. how like you're james harden dude you won an mvp yeah, exactly. 4 He's years james ago you were considered stinks. the best player at one point you averaged over 35 for two straight years how in god's name are you this bad in the playoffs it, it 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 shouldn't make any sense. It shouldn't be happening. No, but it's, it's uh, You can't be this bad. It's literally not possible with him. On top of the fact, the free throws, which is how he gets paid all this money, he takes none last night. He took zero. He attempted none. He didn't even make. He didn't even go to the free throw line at all. Like, how in the world, if you're James Harden, you have to find ways to impact the game. Joel Embiid's doing everything he can. 20 points and 12 rebounds Tyrese Maxey who was a minus 24 last night goes for 20 points Tobias Harris who is good at 15 million a total liability at 30 plus 14 points and 8 rebounds how did how did Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris outperform James friggin Harden and Shake Milton too who didn't even play nearly half his well he maybe played a little bit more than half the minutes that Harden did Fifteen points, and he was a plus six. James Harden was a minus sixteen in his box score plus minus. So nasty. This is just a like. I can't. This the Stephen A. Smith answer. Do nothing. Nothing. No. Nothing. James Harden is deplorable in the playoffs. No. That he's and he's so right though. He's been so bad in the playoffs every year. What do people think? And Doc Rivers too. Oh, Doc Doc Rivers. Top choker. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, the egregious playoff choker that he is every single year, besides that one year in Boston. What has he done? No, seriously, what has he done, Chris?
0: He Lost. What? <laughs> Joe, Joe. Why would you
1: hire him? This is He's what Joe. I want to know. I also think Philadelphia, if they're going to start this whole thing over, get get rid of everyone now. And I, the only people I would keep would be Maxie and, and Milton. I think, and then maybe Fible you could look at. But other than that, I'm. Everyone else is, is out of here because this
0: ride's just not working. It's not. I think you keep Embiid because he's a top three player in the NBA. I think you work with him and literally just are like, who do you want to play with <laughs> and figure out what you can do they went and got Maury's guy, and it just blew up on them. It's so, nah, Daryl Maury is also a horrible general manager. You know, I, I like Maury. I think he he's too attached himself. He's,
1: yeah, he's too attached to his own guys, too. He
0: outsmarts himself, and, and what he'll do is he'll have a good idea, and he'll pass on it to make way for his own, like, Special personal plan, and it's like, all right, just be smart. He
1: almost, he almost, he actually costed the NBA a couple hundred million dollars uh, a couple years ago with his um his tweet about the Hong Kong. So everyone's kind of on red alert around him. But yeah, well, he's, a, uh, he's yeah. also
0: a mad genius. He
1: is a mad genius, and we have to, we have to, we can't ben ignore Simmons that. Ben Simmons
0: was sitting out, and he got him James Harden. And to be N- and, and
1: to be fair, I think we're gonna probably have to discuss that trade at some point. Not oh, yeah. not now, but some point. <laughs> yeah, because the Mets are. Out I of think playoffs. everyone lost that trade. Everyone lost it's that trade. It's looking like it. Like Ben Simmons didn't play. I, he legitimately was bullied by Philadelphia fans, <laughs> and now he won't get on the floor. James Harden. I mean, he just get he's been bullied in the playoffs, both. I mean, on the court and by fans, yeah, by for himself, years. By but he rims. still goes out there at least. So it's, it it's goes out there. Yes, yeah. dude, I, I can't. Even, I, can't like, I can't. I can't
0: say right now. You can on only compliment Miami. They
1: were amazing. Max Struess had 20 points and 11 rebounds. Who is that? Max? Who is this guy? He's
0: one of their like Omer. You're at seven. Mark oh, he's Struz, one of those. He's guys. One of their like developmental like bots like he just fell out, out of nowhere and tyler hero who a lot of people were
1: getting on last year including myself actually well, that's because he's overrated well he fine. wasn't i mean he had 10 points he wasn't amazing i mean 42 percent from the field is not bad given when you're playing almost 16 minutes last night but having those kind of pieces where miami's lineup is just so mobile and so versatile I, it gives them so many options it gives them so many options. I think the one thing it came down to is who wanted it more last night. Miami's mentally way ta- way tougher and hard nosed than Philadelphia. That's what it came down to.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think to to close out on this series, Philly has some really really serious questions. They got it. They got to start it over. They have to start it over. Um, I think they need to retool. I don't think they need to rebuild. I think but Tobias see, Harris thing, is a you... really good player. Yeah. I think he showed himself. As one of the few guys on this team that even wanted it this offseason, I think if, if Harden and Embiid and Maxi is what you're going forward with, you could look to move Harris, and you could look to get someone back Who's a little more impactful defensively? You yeah. know, I don't know if Sacramento would be interested in in moving Harrison Barnes, right? And and uh, try, does that trying try, mm-hmm. try to make something happen where Philly gets a someone who can defend? At does that, that move spot. the needle but, though? See, that's the question. That's the, that. See that. That's what. That's the problem. Is I don't think they have needle moving moves in them. I think that's why they need to look to to retool and not just tear yeah. everything down. They've they've put too much into this court.
1: It's also you got to roll forward. It's also it. Chris. Who's going to take on Harris's contract? He's getting. Almost 41 million by 23 24. Small market teams. Small market team. Well, Sacramento
0: can't take it on. They've already got two max guys. I mean, you know, Barnes' contract is 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 just as big, or it's a little smaller. Is but it? It's it's pretty Hold large. Hold on, let me yeah. look no, this No, it's, it's like twenty something, twenty two. Well,
1: that's not as okay. You you, you, make, can, you make you make things match up. Yeah, you, he's um, making twenty million, then eighteen. Oh, you definitely should take that. one. They've what?
0: got to look into changing something up. Anyway, right. you were talking about being versatile. I think that's the perfect transition into this next series. I want to get on mm. Phoenix and Dallas. Oh, uh, just last night also played. Things are looking pretty spicy now that's good um, i love it at, you know the 86 to 113 is one hell of a way to go out if you're the Suns. uh but <laughs> things are 3-3 now right yep. so it was 2-2 Suns came out put on their show and booker had his fun, Lu- had Lu- Lu- is fun. luca got mad and luca came out made it 3-3 um two blowout wins back to back and now you know we're we're gonna be going into game seven my only question for you is, who do you have taking Game Seven, Tom?
1: Oh boy. Well, first of all, I need to I need to call Alex Walls out because every time I say this, he thinks I'm a, an idiot. Luka Doncic is the best player. Not he really is. No. He really is he's though. He's I, don't think single- he's, I don't think he's top three. Oh, you're out of your mind. He's single-handedly carrying this garbage Dallas team.
0: They're they're a good team. They no, no,
1: hard. no. In, on paper, you you think anyone's gonna win with Jalen Brunson as the number two? He's not bad. I mean, he's I, not I bad. Even, I
0: don't even like him. He's not. He's you're you're underrating him. The Mavs have a fun team. They have a well. I mean, college. Who, they have a college style team. Coach Kid feels they're like a college style team. Yeah. Or who are they then? Coach Kid feels like a, a collegiate coach. He feels like oh, no matter who you are. You know, he has Davis Bertans out there, like trying to draw charges.
1: Exactly. This is what I'm saying. This is
0: what I'm saying. Like, these guys are playing hard for their coach, and they are looking like a team full of guys who, no matter how bad they are on defense, are willing to be scrappy out there, right? So there's a reason they've gotten this far. I know Luke is really good. I don't think he's better than Giannis. I don't think he's better than. I think um, he may he, Embiid, and I don't think yeah. he's better than Jokic. But well, okay, then after those okay, three, he's really in the conversation he's with right. guys like Steph, KD, and LeBron and Durant. Well, and, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so for me, it's LeBron's like, fallen off. I don't. Nah, LeBron and Luka are about as good as he. he
1: back. LeBron does his "I can't move, but I still grab twenty-five eight and eight thing. At this point, that's yeah, what he well, does. Yeah, well, that's
0: how he saves himself defensively. Which Luka is Luka doesn't even try on defense.
1: So. I mean, he doesn't have to, though. Because, like, if you look at how this Dallas team is constructed, see, they're smart like this. So, Luca, we know, is a bad defender, right?
0: Are they beating the Suns
1: in Game 7? Who's winning Game 7? In Game 7? I mean, it's going to come down to the role players, and...
0: So who do you trust? Uh, One word. God, Who's I winning know. game seven, I, I have no idea. I, I need mean,
1: a call. Do we go to the NBA's version of Villanova that I, is Phoenix, or do we go with the scrappy mid-major team that's Dallas? I'm going to go... I can't. I can't go
0: against Luca. I have to go Dallas. I there can't go. I can't go against Luca. I really can't. I've got the, really suns. We've I've got got the, the suns. suns. Okay. Game seven. So okay. now we've got a friendly wager on the air here. See who if wins that. Whoever
1: one. Whoever wins it has to buy the loser of a slice from Full Moon. Yeah. See, that's, there we go. um, we're gonna hold each other to that one.
0: I I got Phoenix. We so got Phoenix. We'll, we'll see, see how that what, goes. I want to hear what. What do you? Okay. So I'm gonna ask you this, Chris. It's the Paul Aiton pick and roll to jump you. Okay. That's fair. To jump you. It's the Paul Aiton pick and roll. I mean, that duo is just so dominant. Um, and the the issue for Dallas is that when you don't have, you know, when when you're playing Frank Nilakina 21 Frank minutes, Nilekina. respect, first of all, to <laughs> Frank Nilakina. Second of all, when you're playing him 21 minutes, it means that you really need help on perimeter defense. Oh, a yeah. team like Utah, you know, could have been better served making a choice like that. But um, instead, they, they they have like old guys to trot out. I don't so, know. Yeah. When you don't have perimeter defense and you got to look to someone like Frank Nilakina, it means you really, really need it. Um, I think the Suns, with the Paul Aiton pick and roll and the option to find Booker on the perimeter, yeah. now Booker is not the primary, you know, threat this series. I think it's Chris Paul, and the reason for that is because the way the Mavericks defense is set up, you need a wizard. Yeah, you, need, you need wizard. you need a top point guard to dismantle this defense that a former top point guard. together yeah so i trust chris paul to take down jason kidd's defense but he can't do that without ayton and booker as his weapons the only thing though paul's driving the paul's driving the bus this time he has to and and he's been so bad last couple he has been so like scrutinized and killed over his career for his lack of like winning success that like there is no way that his team loses this game seven so
1: i think the one thing i'm going to point out and i have to give credit to uh Pardon my take, because they pointed this out. If Chris Paul is getting more turnovers than assists, which happened last night. He had five turnovers to four assists. I'm I'm, I'm concerned. I'm, yeah. I'm really concerned. Dallas has them, you know, a little. Da- whatever Jason Kidd's doing, whether it's pushing Chris Paul around or throwing him in mismatches in the post, I mean, to Jason Kidd's credit, who, by the way, I crapped on at the beginning of the year of how bad. Me too. The, of a hire how, that was. Yeah, was he's such been a fantastic. bad hire. And he's, and been he's done fantastic. great. He's made. He's actually done a better job with Luka Doncic, and he's done better with less than Rick Carlisle did with Kristaps Porzingis
0: and Luka Doncic. He's also done a, a better job with Luka than he did with Giannis, right? Yeah. Like we've seen well, him literally uh, learn from his mistakes as a coach. Yeah, you know? there was a point in time where his smartest decision as a coach was having a player knock over his drink, <laughs> and <laughs> that now, was genius. Now we're at a point in time where there are multiple smart decisions <laughs> he's made, such as having the 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 goal. Play Frank Ntilikina twenty one minutes in yeah. a playoff game and despite it, him it going worked. scoreless four and, and steals four steals and a block and how many points Zero. Nine. Right? So, plus nine and it was worth it plus okay. nine so that's what I'm saying like yeah. I, I, you know those they're good I, I wish I that they gave
1: teams. Josh Green a little bit more burn because not over Frank Frank's no better. no no but I'm saying in general because he could he could be an okay good, yeah. decent three and D player he needs time
0: yeah um, I want to you know so you got you got Dallas you know, I get you got go I can't Luka. go they got Luka. the best player of the series and I agree. Um, but there's a series over in the East that starts really, I think it, I think it started the other day. I think the series just started the other day between the Celtics and the Bucks. Oh, it's such a fun series. These are all really good. The reason why I'm having a great time in the second round. The reason why the series just started the other day is because the Bucks just won that game to go up three, two. Well, man, that, that they were, they were plus five and a half. You know, you know, Vegas was all over Boston, yeah. being heavy favorites that game, and and Giannis came out with a literal face dripping with blood, <laughs> and was like, "I am not losing this game." Yeah, and he won it. He is putting on one of those runs right now, as you and I 11. speak. You know, starting from last playoffs, going through these playoffs, and and you know, hopefully for the league, going through next year and the next year. This is one of those dominant runs where you look at a conference and you go, oh, well, he's in that conference. There's yeah. one name that comes to your mind. It shouldn't be Kevin Durant because Giannis beat him. Yeah, shouldn't be Jason Tatum because Giannis beat him. He's probably going to beat him too, again. So, uh, you know, I can't.
1: Giannis
0: is him. I cannot look at the Eastern Conference without saying that there's a clear best player in it. Who to me is the best player in the entire NBA as of the beginning of last playoffs, and that's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, the Celtics and the Bucks. The Bucks are up three-two. They are in Milwaukee tonight. Oh yeah, Cream City baby. Are they all right? Are they <laughs> headed back to Boston for Game Seven, or do Giannis and the Bucks close it out tonight?
1: Well, the only way that Milwaukee can screw this up is if Aaron Rodgers is in the game. So. You know, I I have to roast my my wrong sport. They won't they can well, it won't see, happen. The the point I'm making is the choking. Right, that's the only way that's gonna get messed up. I mean, Giannis last year in what was it, Game Six, in Milwaukee, 50 points in the finals to close it out. If he does that again tonight, oh baby, like Milwaukee could repeat. There's a really good chance that happens. I think they're back in the finals. They man. has to be this they, Miami team. Is well, not... Miami's see here's my Miami's really good. They're they're a really annoying team to play. Giannis and Milwaukee, they really need Chris Middleton back if they're going to you know, want to have a real chance of beating Miami. I also said this on one-on-one on One the other night. It may not be the worst idea to play Serge Ibaka a couple minutes. I know he's, he's, he's fallen off. I'm aware. But you give him 10 minutes of game time against these Boston forwards like Horford, Grant Williams, Time Lord, Daniel Tice, it's probably not the worst idea. Because you don't have Brook Lopez doing everything, you don't have Giannis doing everything. Bobby Portis, shout out to Kelly Bright because shout was, out BP, he was amazing. 14 and 15 in that last game. He can't do. He's not a very good post defender. So Ibaka probably for 10 minutes is not the worst idea. That's it. it can maybe change up the game plan a little bit. I see the adjustment. I get it's, it. it. It's you know, it's it's more of a hit or miss thing. He can only help you. He really can't hurt you. I think he can
0: hurt you because he's old. He's
1: just yeah, no. On defense, like he knows how to keep a guy away from yeah, turnaround hook shots. I is mean, he, if he can, if he's still enough nowadays. Oh, to he do just it. grab rebounds. That's he doesn't thing, have to get up know? the floor. Giannis just does everything by himself. He's scoring forty and
0: eleven in, in these games. I know, but if your idea is to not have Giannis have to do uh, the, the, the way the well Bucks defensively defense works so well is because they have Giannis full. Right funnel those wings to Brooke. Right. Or funnel the guards to Brooke. And and while Giannis gets a lot of the credit, he gets the D P O Y praise. Yeah. It's Brooke Lopez who really does a whole lot of the heavy lifting yeah. for that defense down low. I think um just because he's now he's no longer the flashiest offensive player. Who, I, Lopez! I, Lopez, yeah, yeah. I, no, 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 longer in his New Jersey days. Um, <laughs> New Jersey. I, I just think that he's so valuable to that. He Bucks is. Team. And they I, I have gold. them closing it out tonight. I have them closing it out tonight. Yeah. In
1: um, I'm gonna go with you on that as well. I I Boston, I wrote them off at the beginning of the year. Uh, a lot of my Celtics fan friends they're really getting on me about it right now, but. I think Milwaukee's just so much better. And Jason Tatum's shot profile, that can show up anytime, time, given that track record where he'll just take the most egregious of shots. That can show up at any moment. That's a concern for me going into game six. I am going to go with Milwaukee. Giannis is, is, is way too OP to not you know, take his, take his side. I mean, Drew Holiday, too, who's been a very steady force for them on both ends of the floor. Uh, but I'm looking to see role players step up tonight. Pat Connaughton 13 in the last game. Portis 14 and 15. Is there going to be a repeat performance of that? I mean, you you gotta hope so because that's how they're going to win.
0: Well, they're at home tonight, so they are, and they've know, got, they've, and they're
1: going to have the home crowd. So you've you got home those, court advantage. Yeah,
0: hope those, yeah, hope those role players step up and uh, just come through for you here and l- allow your stars to not coast, but just lead the way, not yeah. have to pave the way, just you, lead. The you've got to, you got to push it forward somehow. <laughs> Absolutely, we've got one more game to get to and it's tonight mm. a potential series closer the grizzlies in golden state uh, or rather in san francisco to face the warriors it's 10 p.m tonight that they play first i'm gonna uh, be sleeping by then <laughs> oh no first first game's at 7 30 seconds at 10 uh do the warriors close it out tonight same question
1: uh i'm gonna go with yes i understand that there are people who Look at the Memphis Grizzlies record. Hey, they're better without John Morant. Stop. That that's such an asinine statement because without John Morant, they don't even get close to where they are now. Understand that he's hurt and all. He he. You can't you can't say that about the Memphis Grizzlies because he is that franchise. Now they have other players like Jaron Jackson. Who's That's good. been my
0: thing all year, though. Like, is that like Ja is very good at basketball, and but he's very overrated. Like because okay. guys like JJJ and Bain and Tyus do so much for that team. Yeah, I don't think they're genuinely better no, without I, him. I just I want think to, that when yeah. he's out, they are forced to play in, in a way that with effort, like um, you know, I think it's a little more uh, urgent.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. A producer Danny just interrupted me. He said. They just beat Golden State the other night, 134-95 without John Morant. Memphis did. If you were to run that game back nine times out of ten with John Morant not playing, Golden State's going to win nine times out of ten. Danny Danny says they beat him by 40. I understand that. But that's one in a a tenth chance. That's not going to happen again. Golden State's way too good. They didn't even play that good either. I mean, Steph, Clay, they played 25 minutes each. Draymond Green was out there for 22. Kaminga was out there for 24, and he grabbed 17 points. He's good. No, Minga's good. Minga. (laughs) No. Minga. And Wiggins only 19 and a half minutes. I mean, Golden State's, they're not going to play their guys less than that in in this next game. There's no shot that they don't win. They're they're way too good. If Memphis wins, if they push this to a Game 7, and they somehow get to the conference finals, I I will be in utter shock. Because I think Golden State's way... They're way too experienced, way too poised to not finish this off tonight. I totally understand and what you're saying, you can't, and I totally agree. They've been here too many times. Everyone's saying, like Kendrick Perkins the other day on NBA Today, um, he goes, well, the Memphis Grizzlies, they better without Ja Morant. You look at the record. The numbers ain't lying, Malika Andrews. No. Throw that take out of the window. Memphis is nowhere without Ja Morant, even when he's not playing again. I'll repeat this take. If you were to run this game back nine times out of ten, Golden State's going to win the other nine. Memphis is going to get I the I don't know one.
0: about nine, man. I think I think without Ja, I have a counter argument to throw in, and it's and it's the following. I think we agree a little more than you think when I'm going to start this out. So just let me let me voice this here. Okay, Ja is overrated. Wow, he, he is. Okay,
1: wow. I'm
0: not going to say anything, but wow. But okay when he's out, those players that are really good on his team that are, like, underrated because he's overrated, uh, well, they know they have to step up, right? They know they have to bring the effort and the the hustle, and they, they can do it to an extent to make up for his absence. Now, does that mean that he's less impactful than people think? Yes, that's what being overrated is. Okay, But I don't think that, like, Ugh, they they are better as it like they're better when he's off the court, but it's not because they're actually better. It's because they play harder.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this: I think
0: that with him being out again, let I me, think the Grizzlies run out of juice. I
1: also think they got lucky with Golden State just bricking everything. Well, no, they it's, got lucky. It's not
0: that Golden State bricked everything; it's that they couldn't have cared to make it. Like right. they showed up but thinking s- the Grizzlies were gonna roll over. And that they could coast to a win. When the Grizzlies didn't roll over, you literally saw the Warriors go as a team. Like, oh, oh, this did not go how we well, thought. All right, see all I'm right, gonna, I'm gonna see ask y'all you, next I'm going to ask you this: Draymond was doing whoop that trick. What the? <laughs> he was with the, the Memphis Green. dance crew. Was, I'm very, I'm bro, very mad at the how Warriors are hilarious. He is,
1: they, no, they're funny. I'm also mad that Draymond said players are the new media. That's BS. But I want to. I'm going to counter this to the John Morant. Memphis is better without him. Take. In game two, John Morant drops forty-seven. Does Memphis win that game without him dropping forty-seven? Absolutely not. There you go. Right. Let's go to let's go to game four. John Morant, where where are we? John Morant, he didn't play, and they lost by three. Had John Morant played, do you think they would have won that game? I think so. I, I think if he drops over twenty-five, they win. Man. So the point where it's John Morant's. He, he makes them worse. I, I don't want to hear it. You're just, you're a moron if you think that and that you're fully invested in that take. You're just, you're a moron. Yeah, if he you, doesn't make them worse. He, I just, but you know. they're not better without him. That's the thing. Like you can, it's a regular season number that they bring that record up because they're playing teams like the Knicks who are bad. They're playing teams like Sacramento, no offense, Danny, who are bad. That's, that's. That's that's why that's that's why that take comes up. They're not better without John ja Morant, especially no, in the they're playoffs. Not, they're not better without him. They just play harder without him. If they, if ja Morant, play them, if they, they played do. in game if John ja Morant played in game four, Memphis would be up three to two. But that's not the case. No, that's not the case. They think, only lost I, by three. Had John ja Morant played, they well, could have lost
0: by nine. Well, John ja Mor- <laughs> ja Morant plays game
1: one. He drops 34 <laughs> points and gets ten assists. And, and they them. lose by one. And now they lose by one. Had someone else had he maybe dropped a couple more points or had someone else in the starting lineup, like Desmond Bain dropped 12 points, Memphis would be winning this series. But to say that they're not better without that, to say that they're better or what you're saying about they play harder without John Morant, that's that's just insane to me. I just think that's such a BS take. Because he's, you can say what you want, statistics, and he's like a Michael Jordan where it's just he's dropping 50, but they're not winning games. You can say what you want. That franchise goes nowhere without him. They go nowhere without him. And that's all I have to say. But I think Golden State's gonna close it out tonight. Good. The experience is gonna it's gonna kick in. It I has agree to with you. And they can't they're not gonna shoot I just one more th- they're not gonna shoot thirty six percent from three again. And Clay Thompson's not gonna be a minus forty five. Oh, we'll see. Clay might Steph's have to Steph's not gonna be a minus thirty He Steph's not, have not gonna be a minus thirty seven. It's not gonna happen. Jordan Poole's not gonna just drop three points. It's not gonna happen again. It just can't. It just can't. Fate does not dictate it.
0: I love it. I, I love sound the like confidence. Chris Russo right now. I love the confidence. I
1: sound like Mad Dog. I apologize,
0: but this take just really gets me riled up. It really does. I mean, you know, I think he may be a little washed, but... Who? Game six, Clay, is a thing. Clay, you, oh, you
1: want to talk about the Thunder game from 2016? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> you want to talk about that one?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's With Marv Albert, a
1: rainbow three from Chompson, yes! that's,
0: that's yes. Here's Thompson for three, yes! That's where it gets Clay scary, the game, game six, Clay. Yeah. Thomas, I need two answers from you before we wrap up this okay. episode of Pick and Pod. My answers... And you're gonna be literally a word each, so okay, we're keeping the segment word very each. short. All right, I need a team that has surprised you in a good way, okay. this playoffs, and a team that has surprised you in a bad way. Now you've already given your thoughts on a lot of these teams. I don't need justification. Yeah, just give me the names. I want to know who has surprised you in a good way and in a bad way. Can they? Can their seasons be over? Yeah, yeah. Their okay. Be over. So the team that has surprised
1: me is Dallas. Mm. I think for obvious reasons. Yeah, the most disappointing team. I'm gonna go with Utah. I'm I'm gonna go with Utah. I, like it. I really think. Just a quick statement on them. They're also gonna blow that up. They have to.
0: Oh yeah. They have to. Go Bears. Go
1: Bears. It's well, you, bear so you this God <laughs>
0: Bears. See you.
1: No. Go bot. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Go, Rudy. Goodbye. Rudy. Goodbye. <laughs> bon voyage. Yeah. Uh, he's he's out of there. Um, how do you say goodbye? In fr- I'm not gonna figure that out. Isn't it Bon voyage? Is it Bon voyage? Au revoir. Au revoir. I got, au revoir. I'll text Kelly. It's, she's, al, it's au revoir. Kelly's, Don't bother Kelly. They're playing softball right now. It's yeah, she's yeah. busy. It's au revoir. I'll we'll figure hope, it out. Good luck to them, by the uh, way. They're playing George Ford,
0: Washington. Big Fordham softball guy. Yeah,
1: but um, I'll text her when the game's over. Maybe she'll answer me if they win. No, she won't.
0: <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Damn. So, um, yeah, we have fun with the banter here. on Yeah. Pan-pod. Anyway, my answers. I'm to give this one. For most surprising in a good way, I got to go with... Um, Man, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Timberwolves, mm. and the reason for that is because uh, they did surprise me in how they played Memphis and how like I thought they could have won. They didn't. And that would be surprising. They played in a them bad hard. way, they but played they're hard. really young, they are. and they have a lot of pass in front of them to take. Yeah, they could move Delo for an upgrade at the four. I don't know. I would hold on to him. I th- I think he was good for them this this play yeah. this playoffs to a degree where you could finally get like a positive return. You know, like I yeah. we'll see But I I am intrigued by them a lot, especially I Mr. do think he is A1. important to them. Um, oh, the Ant-Man? Yeah, you know I love Ant-Man. him. So uh, I th- th-
1: went D-Wade with him when he was in the draft a couple years ago. I called him the next D-Wade. Oh, that's But th- that could be Jaden Ivey. No. Ant-Man's way more physical than D-Wade. Ivy's, and he's way Ivy's bigger. Than D-Wade. And no, be... Ivy's speed makes him D-Wade. Oh, and The, up in, the north-south speed.
0: I'll think of a player for Ivy, but he's more- You want to talk about John Morant? That Ivy's maybe. more like him than he is Wade. He's um, a better athlete than D-Wade, yeah, yeah. maybe. And, oh, D-Wade was so fast. Well, I don't- Anyway and like all of the Flash, man. Anyway, Father Prime. we're off topic. My <laughs> my my surprising team in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia 76 Oh, yeah, no. I fell into the trap. I thought Doc Rivers and James Harden would get themselves together. You put the two most notorious
1: playoff (laughs) chokers together. What do you think is going to happen? I'm serious. uh, What's going to happen? Playoff
0: choking, maybe? (laughs) Uh, We're
1: going to adjust our defense. He sounds like an angry Kermit the Frog, Doc Rivers.
0: Uh, You know, I, I think he was, like, begging them to try last night, which was really sad. He
1: was mic'd up, and he goes, Why are we not fighting? stop it
0: all right well listen <laughs> doc rivers i'm gonna try to end this podcast and i'm gonna do a better job than doc rivers did try to get the sixers to play defense
1: kyle neptune would do a I wanted, job i wanted no
0: i wanted to be known that frank nilakina since entering the Mavs rotation has held cp3 and book to <laughs> 3 of 40 shooting with that note thank you for listening to this week's edition of pick and pod for thomas Ayello, i'm chris percyainen our in-studio producer was mr danny scott bobby chiaferdini's our sports director here at the station and we'll see you next time on pick Add pot.